cliffcentral.com. 360biz on cliffcentral.com. It is 360biz indeed. My name is Dabahoma Fodi. Welcome to another exciting installment of 360biz right here on Cliff Central. Uh, now, definitely, I, I love actually that song. Eh? Uh, it's just unfortunately horror. No, it just seemed to be a business show, a business content show. In fact, that this is a show that brings you all things business. So, you know, every week uh, we bring you industry champions. We bring you regulators. We're bringing you subject matter experts. And that's why this show is definitely there for you. Uh, if ever you've missed out on some of our previous shows, you can go to www.cliffcentral.com and go to podcast uh, to have insight on some of our shows. Or you can even get your phone and download uh, the Cliff Central app. I really hope our guests uh, have got the Cliff Central app because if ever they don't have, we must make sure you guys download and be able to listen to ourselves. Um, I've just came in. Uh, rushing with my boy Bulela Nibal. Bal, how are you, Fana? Yeah, man, I just landed. You know, flew in <laughs> from Santon. You know, from yeah, the other no. side of Santon. I just landed. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm happy to be here. Yeah, and it's a beautiful day. Actually, it seems like there's the suns at this room yeah. with all this lighting that we have in, but we're just shooting. Mm. And I mean, um, I don't know if people know that we they, they, there's a couple of episodes that have already been out. Do we call them episodes or? Yeah, it is. Because you're in that space. Well, what is it? Is it a series or yeah, an episode? It's an episode, it's series, you yeah. know, um, of, 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 of 360. Um, and it looks amazing. It looks amazing. There's it, a gentle, there's a hunky gentleman who's in studio. Shang, I'm a tricep, and I'm a bicep is carrying this heavy <laughs> artillery okay, who's shooting us every, every I, Wednesday. I don't know man. anything about him being hunky. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what Asanda told me. So oh, I'm, okay. I'm ready to, I'm, I'm getting the message across. Is it? Yeah, no, no, <laughs> no, definitely. I mean, and I spent the entire morning with him. I mean, going through businesses. Criticizing it businesses. Was, it was very interesting that you were in the the other room. I didn't even know that. I didn't know that you were coming <laughs> until I was there. They're like, no, no, no. Uh, before you actually get to be dealing with these businesses, just no hurry. Your co-host is on the room next door. In fact, I was actually going to try and call you to do the show on your own. They're like, no, you can't be calling Bulela and he's right next door. I'm like, how? <laughs> yeah, but any interesting businesses there's enough for you? Um, I think, I think, I think the one for me was of a lady who, who, who runs a confectionery. And she was really underselling the whole entire thing. You know? Okay, my man, she's, you're she's speaking a lot of English. Confectionery. I went to Twa, Twa, I went to Kotalang. So, yeah, <laughs> I know I've got yeah, well, a gentleman from Limbobo here. So, you know, what yeah, is confectionery? This, this guy is a twangist. I know mm. him. <laughs> <laughs> is it? No, nah, man, um, she, she runs a bakery. Okay. Very successful. I mean, she's, uh, she's baked cakes for the likes of Nelson Mandela mm. and all the stuff. But she really downplays it, you know. Oh, so, when you say confectionery, you mean she's a baker? Yeah, she's a baker. Well, couldn't you say a baker? No, I mean, she, I said, oh, so you're a baker. And she was like, oh, yes, a uh, confectionery or whatever. Hey, no, guys. Like, oh, okay. No, maybe, maybe, maybe it's a problem. Uh, Tepo, have you heard of the word confectionery? Do man. Have you heard of the word confectionery? It sounds. Uh, you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, have you heard of them? Yeah, no, I have. Okay, when I because you've got an accent, so maybe when I you bound to, you might, you might have gone to a good school that had the necessary survival tools. But these are the words, guys, that we should be throwing around because some of us, uh, you know what, uh, we went to Bantu education. Guys. Did you? Did That's you? why we picked it up somewhere along the yeah. way. Um, it just what businesses did you see? 
Who me? Yeah, I had, oh, some, I had wow. some interesting businesses. Maybe before I actually get to that, uh, let's. Uh, uh, there's something I want to ask this lady. I don't know who she is. She's sitting the other side with the. She's supposed with, to be here. Actually. She's supposed to be here, lady. Come in. We're waiting for you. Come in. Um, we've got a chair right here for you. Right. So for me, I mean, I've I've seen some interesting businesses, and um, I must say, out of all the businesses that I saw, there was one business that had a good brand. Um and. For me, it, 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 it raised an alarm to say it's serious. It's, it's really something that as small business, we don't take our brand uh, serious. Yeah, that's one of the you things know? I saw. And our brand doesn't stand out because it's actually this one business that had a good brand, um, out of all the businesses. So for me, it's something that really, um, stood out, um, out of the entire, um, I mean, you know, thinking today that that we're going through in terms of those businesses, yeah. and for me, it made me realize to say we don't take our business or our marketing serious. Yeah, that's true. Um, as small business, that's you know, true. and even some of the guys, some of them, I mean, they were wearing. I mean, do you you come into a panelist, uh, Bulelani? I mean, you 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 allowed to come sitting like that, you know, because you had the checkbook today. But now, as a business, coming sitting and looking the way you do. I mean, what is, what happened to advertising? I mean, some of the people, they grow up. I mean, um, some of us, people were hammering advertising to say people buy you before they buy um, what you sell. I mean, Bulelani, speaking of advertising, I mean, today the discussion is outdoor uh, advertising being a platform for creating brand awareness and building brand visibility and uh, popularity. I mean, in the last couple of decades, outdoor advertising has become a prominent, but more than uh, that, technology has enhanced it further um, so that you can get the best out of it with outdoor advertising upping the stakes and becoming increasingly more competitive i mean these days we've got plus digital advertising um i mean mediums um of choice and i mean that we see i mean right now we even have what we call ambush marketing yeah um you know <laughs> and a whole lot of stuff that that advertising um is in place you as well advertising um i mean your own Business with with a cap uh, township um, entrepreneurship um, awards. It is advertising, is it not? No, it is. Is it, it is. indoor outdoor? This is definitely in. It's both. <laughs> it cuts, it cuts across both. Is it? How did I think that that um, you'd th- you'd say it would be? And I mean, ready to plant and do some uh, something truly creative. I mean, we have two gentlemen in studio who will give us strategies. I um, mean, to ensure your outdoor advertising has the highest uh, chance of being noticed and more importantly remembered. Uh, but now, the strange thing about having these gentlemen is one of them. Uh, he's actually my architect. So now I'm thinking to myself, what does architecture has to do, um, you know, <laughs> with, with advertising or outdoor advertising? Uh, but this is something that definitely, uh, we'll get to hear more about it. Maybe before I get to the gentleman, let me give, uh, the lady the mic, uh, to say hi. Uh, at least you're bringing some color up in this room, by the way. You're looking amazing. Um, say hi to your listeners. Tell us who you are and what is it that you do. Okay, good afternoon. And good ah, afternoon. you need to, you need to come close. Okay. Why do, why, why do you wanna, why do you wanna be shy? And you know you like having things close, but all of a sudden today, you know? Yeah, me got lipstick, you know? Uh, so, okay. Yeah, mindful <laughs> and what have you. Okay. Anyway, good afternoon. Uh, my name is Cindy, Cindy Diviti. And I hear you talking business. I thought I was going to be talking about something else, but very much interesting. What did you have in mind? Oh, la la, should we go there? So before we go there, <laughs> Before we go there, what it is that I do, I am by qualification an accountant. I'm a professional accountant. And my business does 
estate planning, amongst other things, and um, board services. And when I say estate planning, what we look at is the value within the businesses that you guys have because there isn't a mindfulness when it comes to uh, the value in the business. You know, we, we spend so much time building these businesses, but at the end of the day, some negligence at times, um, you know, things get eroded and we don't know what actually happened. Most people actually, especially in the black community, tend to die with their businesses. So we look into that space, uh, into the value of your equity and make sure that it's actually preserved and it's kept correctly. But that is not what I thought I was going to be talking about today. What did you think? Anywho. <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> but that ties in nicely. We could we could tie that nicely in with brand equity, mm. because it's, it's, it's very important to understand your brand equity. Mm. Because I mean, your brand when we understand that is it's just a bit hard to measure it when it's a small business. But as a growing enterprise, you need to start feeding into that balance sheet, yeah. that line item on your balance sheet. No, it's true, but I am curious to know what she thought we were going to talk about. So uh, this is it. Um, in the business that I do, I obviously work directly with the entrepreneurs, okay. right? My client is not only the business, but the actual person behind the business. Mm-hmm. The growth of that person, the development of that person is very important. Okay. And in what I was doing, I, I have been in business for over 14 years. So this is my 16th year, actually. And in the work that I do, I tend to deal with a lot of personal stuff and personal affairs of people. And as oh, I you, <laughs> you like news. <laughs> so, um, you know, I, I become the interested partner, not just of the entrepreneur, but it extends to the family because what you do impacts the family. Okay. So as we do the work and also coupled with my own life experiences, I realize that, you know, there is another bug that erodes our um, our equity as it were, but the value in our businesses. And that is the emotion that we take into it. Mm. Yeah. So for me, for me, I think you're doing something very important, and doing something that is so important. Where do you advertise yourself? Yeah, good question. I am not advertising myself yet because there's a lot of education, which is why advertising would be very important with what I do. Mm. That's exactly why we have this show today. Let me give the gentleman an opportunity to to say hi and listeners, uh, tell us who you are and what is it that you do. Let me start with you, my friend. <laughs> Hi, I'm Dumelo Mailula. Mm-hmm. I run a company called Juxtapose. Yes, it is an architectural company, but we have a secondary uh, offering, which is um, outdoor advertising. And what we do in that space is we work with media companies to help them regularize and get approval for their structures. This could be billboards. It could be transit signs. Um, it could be LEDs. Um, it could be super signs. Okay. And maybe in the case of Francis, a balloon, you know, which is the space that he's in. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. So now, let me get this right. I know, um, Ati, okay, I know in terms of the bylaws. Yeah. Uh, for outdoor advertising. Yeah. Because I've tried to once get into the space. I'm originally from a digital advertising space. Um, I've tried to actually get into the space. But now the complication of needing an architect, needing engineers, and all of these bylaws applications yeah. that are so thick. Yeah. Um, I mean, 
I'm sure Bulelani, you would think Hore, it's just a matter of just putting up a billboard. Yeah, that thing is a 65-page document with numbers and measurements, and it's a complicated thing. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, you know what? Now, I'm an entrepreneur, township-based, and, I mean, for us, it's simply you find an open piece of land. There's no one <laughs> occupying it. You ask a few people, do you know who's owning this? They tell you no, and then you come, you erect your thing. Mm. But, I mean, if the, the moment you delve um, deeper and deeper, you find that there are bylaws that are very stringent, especially when it comes to supersize billboards. And digital billboards as well mm. So I think I'd really love Because I've had a few questions With regards to mm. certain mm. types of billboards So I hope that's you should he, be able that, to that's answer That's why he resulted for mobile billboards oh. um, And he's had his mobile billboard Pushed over a couple of times yeah. so, but <laughs> They also have regulations by the way. Is it? Ah no, no, that one We don't need regulations for that one <laughs> <We need> <laughs> <laughs> no, no, definitely I mean, let's come to Francis uh, Francis Chikasha. That's correct. Is uh, Francis Chikasha? Um, you're from Aerial Displays. Say hi to our listeners. Tell hi, us what listeners. is that you do. Right, Aerial Displays is an innovation company. Um, we're operating in the sort of media space with the with the balloon project at the moment. We've got a couple of other projects that we're um, engaged in at the as well um, simultaneously. But uh, in, in particular, this uh, forum is about the, the existing media platforms, which people know as the Hyundai Balloon. They may have seen Absa Balloon, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, mm. in the past. Okay, yes. but now, uh, my man, you are a black man. Yes, that's right. I'm a black man. Yeah. We've got black people in studio. Huh? <laughs> what... You know the the beautiful thing about this show is that um, it's the ability to you know to it's uncensored. But what the heck are we doing in balloons? I mean balloons in advertising. How does that mix? I mean balloons. I know the balloons that you you know, you blow, and yeah. now the, there's air balloons that yeah. are used for advertising. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Well, like I said, uh, aerial displays is a is a is is an innovation company and by and large to a very limited extent the 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 advertising section of the of the business came about incidentally okay. um, the balloons actually are designed for passenger carrying activities so we consider that activity a, a passenger carrying activity they, they they carry 30 people for sightseeing uh, tours in, you know mm-hmm. excursions in wherever the position the balloon is actually installed that's the primary purpose of those, those of that design. Okay. It's just that when the balloons are located in a, in these uh, populated areas, yeah, they they have a you know a huge impact, a, vis- a visual impact, which also allows this uh, this other, you know, um, stream. So so you're actually taking advantage mm. um, of 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 um, it's actually now it becomes a two in one. That's correct. It's it a, it a becomes stream, yeah. Yeah, it becomes an adventure. That's at the same time, it becomes a form of advertising. That is correct. But how far can these balloons go, though? Well, the, the, we we operate up to a height of 120 meters, which is just over 300 feet, um, uh, you know, aeronautical um, measurements. And but we have permission to go to 180 meters. Okay. Um, but the reason why we go to 120 meters is because you know you don't see anything much more than you see at 120 than you see at 180. Mm-hmm. So we limit our, our height to to that height because it, in particular when the, um, when it, the, when it's busy, you know. we want to carry a lot of people. You know, the the time it takes for the balloon to go up and to come down uh, is longer when it's 180 meters at height. height. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. But would you advertise in a balloon, bro? I would. I think. I mean, if it's strategically positioned and that's the market I'm gunning for, yeah. I definitely would. Yeah. 
Is it? Um, but it's it's not a space I know much about, but I've seen the Hyundai yeah, one. Yeah. It's by the Radisson. Right? That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that one. Yeah. It's, it's always been intriguing yeah. seeing that yeah. big balloon. Yeah. But what do you guys do with the balloon? You also people you carry people up, yeah. or is it a dining space as well? No, no, we carry people up, but we also have a, a, you know sort of um, private tours where someone can have little snacks and champagne mm. with, their, with their private group and that sort of thing. We've had a couple of proposals up there. You know, so yeah. Okay, but, maybe, maybe let's get into the beginning. Yeah. How did you start into? Uh, how did you start this company? Well, it started off. I used to work for a, a company called Shearwater Adventures, um, based in Victoria Falls, which is actually a company that uh, operates rafting, canoeing, and and uh, and other helicopter uh, tours and that sort of thing. And I was uh, appointed to basically uh, manage a, a canoeing operation in Zambia. Mm-hmm. And whilst I, whilst I was there, the company asked me to look into the possibility of an additional or a, a new a new tourism activity. So hence this, this thing about passenger carrying activities. So when we researched, etc., on the on the Internet, we found that there was a, a, this design of, of craft that we use now um, available in Europe. And I went to Europe uh, uh, trained on the, the the device, and then ultimately ended up deciding that I could just do do this on my, on my own, aside from the company. Hmm. Yeah. So, and um, you decided now you want to bring this crazy adventure. Yeah, that's correct. And 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 I mean, I was reading somewhere they say, I mean, you 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 you're running an eighteen million business. Well, each balloon is about cost eighteen million rand. Each balloon. That's correct. So, average, how many balloons do you do a year? Well, we've got four balloons. Um, there's only 23 of this this type of balloon in the world, and so we've got the we're the biggest owner of balloons in in the world of this type of balloon. What? There's, there's currently two up. One which I'm sure everybody might have seen on the N1. I won't mention the the client. I know that I saw that <laughs> yeah, one yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, with the red brand. That's correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so a couple of issues which are but I saw it was off. covered at some point, and yeah. the covering now it's falling it's, apart it's and it's expo- yeah? Yeah. that's regulation that's the stuff that's, that's the stuff that Tumelo is, is actually involved with okay you. then yeah. Tumelo, let's let, let's come to you um okay, being an architectural company yeah um okay, you got into this business, maybe let's start here. How did you get into the architectural business? Look, I started with a friend who eventually worked for the municipality. 2006, um, went to his office. He told me what they do. And I'm like, oh, this is somewhat aligned to what we do as architects, you know, because at the end of the day, you need to put together a design. Mm-hmm. That design needs to adhere to building regulations and that needs to adhere to bylaws and eventually it needs to be erected and there needs to be someone to supervise okay. you know, with all of that. So, and that's basically where we, we draw the line, you know, we end with this point where we actually developed the site you know and um, we started our first sign that we did um, for a private company then was one of the biggest in Joburg at the time it was I Love Josie on the Diamond Building at 11 Diagonal Street Okay. and ever since then we sort of created a name for ourselves and we've been in the space of outdoor advertising for what is it 11 years now so, so that's how architecture and outdoor advertising sort of aligned because one of the things that we are trying to do with our clients is to, you know, try wherever they put billboard, it must not distract from the aesthetics of the building because most of these you find them within buildings. Mm. So we want them to sort of align aesthetically, you know, with the you building. You're speaking a lot of English, bro. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so maybe, maybe, maybe let's 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 simplify that. Uh, what do you mean by uh, uh, what did okay. you say? Uh, uh, anastatic okay, or aesthetic with the beauty of the building? 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Couldn't he yeah. say that? <laughs> <laughs> He's a learned man. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. so now, I mean, you work with Francis. Yep. You know. So, how do your business contribute in each other's businesses? You see, we coming from a development side. I mean, what Francis is doing is groundbreaking. You know, it's something that has never been done in South Africa. He's the first to implement, the biggest in Africa, the only one in Africa doing this. Mm-hmm. And we're coming in to say, look, from a regulatory point of view, there are certain alignments that you require, and we are there to assist their business in aligning with those. Mm-hmm. You know, um, For instance, I mean, it, all municipalities haven't dealt with this kind of application. You know, mm-hmm. Before, only yeah. Joburg is aware of this kind of stuff. Now, if we were to decide to go to Mohali City now, they have to change their bylaws yeah. just to accompany yeah. this yeah. type of structure. Because yeah. this is outside the No, realm. then let's just and go to Mohali City and Egor Lane and just erect a balloon there and just keep quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Look, what I do you think, think, bro? I like that. Look, yeah. um, I mean, for instance, it took them four years to put up the first one because it was just not in the yeah, regulations. The regulatory authorities, I mean, including civil aviation, had to now align the, the, even their, their their requirements to match this because it didn't exist previously. So that four-year period was something that was sort of a learning curve for all the regulators, the environment, uh, civil aviation, and you know other governmental org- um, organizations. Outdoor. But, and but, outdoor in particular. But this four years, it's enough to become broke in the interim. And Absolutely. There you go. <laughs> so, so, so now, I mean, um, but I'm trying to quantify 18 million, though. I can't, I can't come up with it. Yeah. Um, but I mean, <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's okay. It's something that I think we'll come back to. Maybe while, while you think about quantifying that 18 million. Uh, I mean, to me, um, when were you exposed though, to outdoor advertising? Um, in terms of to say you don't only want to do architecture, but you want to look at this method as well and bring in the likes of Francis and uh, I don't know who else you work with in the outdoor advertising space. Um, well, it is 2006 and I mean, we, we've we worked with a lot of companies. We've worked with the biggest outdoor advertising company in the world, mm-hmm. which is JCD Core and they've just bought Continental who were also my clients. Okay. We work with the likes of Prime Media. And uh, we also work with uh, smaller guys who are going into the industry because what we've learned is that, you know, it has become a big interest to um, smaller guys and guys, mostly black guys who are trying to go into the space because mm-hmm. it's always been a wide-dominated industry, you know. And the city, especially Joburg, is now trying to sort of um, empower uh, the black owners you know, into the space because they own the biggest land in terms of uh, opportunities for odd advertising. So these are the road reserves. This is where you put up your actual billboards. So, um, so we help them to get their billboards legal because I mean, most of the billboards in Joburg are actually yeah. illegal. Yeah. yeah, you know, we're talking about about seventy six percent of billboards in Joburg are illegal, and most of these are sitting on the road reserve. So the city is not collecting on rental, you know. So, I mean, there's, there's Bulelani who just made an example of the trailers, you know. Those also have their own regulations. And the city needs to collect from you, Bulelani. Yeah, you if, know? The city can, if the city can find you. <laughs> but, but, but Bulelani, yeah. you, you, you're into advertising. Yeah. Um, what are some of the challenges that you've experienced personally? Um, I think, I think 
I mean, we were, or rather for the past year or so, we're in a position to not kind of move into much bigger platforms yeah. or rather create marketing platforms. And we're considering outdoor. And then I spoke to my local municipality, where, which is why I got to the 67 or whatever page yeah, document, uh, document yeah. filled with complication in it. But I think that, I mean, for us, I mean, for, I think for me, one of the things that I saw was, you know, getting into the space. I mean, when you look at those regulations and you're someone who doesn't know, obviously that automatically becomes a barrier to entry. Yeah. Yes. And yes. these are, and these are regulations that were never there, but were set by our predecessors who were, who entered into this place yeah. on a clean sheet and yeah. you know, you know what you, you know how we always do. We go into business, we become huge and we make, you make it very complicated for anyone else okay. to come in. That's correct. And I found that simple things, or I mean, simple things and basic stuff in terms of this space could have been made simpler mm. to allow more entrance. I mean, mm. at the end of the day, if someone can't afford a structure, you can't, then you can't come in, but you should not be turned away by a document, mm. you know, but I think apart from that, um, there have been certain arguments I've had with the local municipality with regards to the mobile trailers. Mm. Some have won, some um, I definitely did not, but <laughs> uh, I, I, I ignorantly stood my ground and I continue with certain things because I feel like if we are trying to then develop um, young black entrepreneurs that are coming up in the media space, then give us areas. So what I was saying to them is give us an area to then say that this is our area. We are able to do whatever we need to do. And then later on, we pull what we pull them out and we put them back. Then you had a long back and forth and all the stuff. So I think that from the other side as well, the conversation of putting on BE partners in terms, in terms of the municipality and empowering them is not a conversation that has really reached its climax when it comes to that space. But I mean, obviously, when you're talking about construction or whatever, they smile. Yeah, no, no, definitely. And another thing to me, what I've realized now, there's maybe, um, you know, you can come through as well, Francis, on this one. Yeah, sure. I saw now there's containers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that are going up. Yeah. That are being reinforced. Yeah. To actually form as part of outdoor advertising or as billboards. Yeah. Mm. And. Are they cheap? I don't know if are they cheaper than your normal typical structure, or are the bylaws a lesser because that forms as a temporal structure? How does it work? Well, two tomorrow is better, better yeah. place. Look, um, they're definitely cheaper, and they are faster to erect. Um, but are they legal? Or an engineering certificate. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, you, you look at them and you're like, how is this possible, right? Yeah. Mm. I think everyone looks at them and say, how is this possible? They're definitely, most of them are illegal. Maybe 99%. I'll just leave that one chance percent who says they have an approval. But 99% of those are illegal mm. because they have to go through a municipal bylaw. Further to that, they need to adhere to the National uh, Roads Agency yeah. uh Bylaws as well, because because you see, billboards is about it's what political. public are you facing? Yes. You know, am I on a provincial road? Mm. Am I on a municipal mm. road? Or am I on a national road? You know, and depending on which traffic you're impacting, you need authorization from that body as well. Mm -hmm. You know, so for Joburg it would be JRA. If you are on provincial road, you'd have to go to Haltrans. If you are on uh, national roads, you have to go to Sunrail. Okay. Yeah. So, so and Sunrail does not approve a billboard that size, you know. Mm. So, mm. 
especially so, within a certain distance from, yeah, the, from, like, the, from, the, from the highway. Yeah. So, so yeah. I mean, is this then a sense in case of, I mean, I've got someone, we've got an agreement, they have land, it's along the highway, let me just do my thing because it's my private space. A lot of people have that, yeah. Yeah, people have that mentality and it's, some of them is ignorance, some of them is just lack of knowledge. Because someone says, it's my property, I bought it. Mm. I can do anything I want with it. Yeah. But you forget that when you build, when you, when you put up a building, you go and ask for permission from the municipality. Mm-hmm. And you think that when you're going to do a billboard, you don't have to go through the same process. Yeah. You know, but the billboard is referred as a structure. That's but true. Temp- yeah. Okay. But now if you're using containers, then it's not a structure. It is a structure. It's, it's a structure. It's a, it's a semi. Is it a structure? It's a structure. It's a, structure. It's a temporary it's structure. It's a mobile structure. It's, it's okay. Maybe, 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 okay. Maybe let, 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 let me take this. To me, last week we were talking about uh, alternative buildings. Yep. Yeah? Yep. Uh, part of the alternative buildings, we're talking about container homes. Yeah. You know? And right now, according to the town planning schemes, mm-hmm. um, they don't regard that as a building. Yeah. So according to the town planning schemes, um, those laws are a bit relaxed because it's a movable structure. So it's a yes. movable home. You can always remove it. Yes. So it's not like you're erecting concrete there and whatever. So why can't the same flexibility? Okay, maybe let me ask this first. Is it true what I've just said? Look, what you're saying is um, it's sort of true, but you have to put the container on something. Yeah. And the minute you start breaking ground, right, to Create your platform mm-hmm. You need municipal approval Because now you're digging into the ground Well, yeah. well I think You saw how yeah. we just looked you, at each other You educated somebody yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the minute you start breaking into the ground Now you need municipal approval Because now you're putting in a structure Even if it's just a foundation That is a structure yeah. According to the national building regulations It's defined as a structure Foundation is okay, but exactly. now, but now, um, with 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 containers, yeah. Ne? Uh, I am uh, sorry. I am sorry. Let me, let me just go further because I am answering your question about containers yeah. because I know the mobile homes mm-hmm. you still need something to put it on because mm-hmm. yeah. the ground that you're putting it on is not it's ready to take enough, yeah. that mm-hmm. weight. So you need to do earthworks. You need to excavate your topsoil. You need to put a G4 maybe uh, soil and compact it and level it, right? Mm-hmm. You know, with earthworks, you need approval for that yeah. as well, right? Yeah. And the minute you do that, they want to know why do you want to do this? Or because I want to put a mobile home. Or because you want to put a mobile home and we're defining it as a dwelling, therefore now you need approval from building control. Yeah. Do you understand? <laughs> but, but if you're going to take a container, yeah. And just put it on your property mm. and you say you live in it. Mm. Nah? As long as you live there alone, there's no other life that lives in there. You can get away with it. But there is what we define as habitable and non-habitable spaces. So a container, if it does not have windows and lighting, is a non-habitable space. The minute it becomes a habitable space, you need authorization for that. Okay, maybe let's define what is habitable and non-habitable. Habitable space, the studio could be defined as a non-habitable space if it didn't have an aircon and it didn't have artificial lighting. Okay. Right? And uh, a, a garage is a non-habitable space. A storeroom is a non-habitable space. But your kitchen, your living area, your pantry, mm. right? Or oh, the pantry is non-habitable as well. Mm. Your pantry, your... So, your so do you know what is non-habitable space and habitable? 
I get it uh, just by understanding a bit of English. And that's all <laughs> you see what I mean? <laughs> so I don't know. Okay, I've understood. Okay, now does it mean is it is it a, a building or is it a, a structure that that allows you that has a breathing provision? Yes. Or is it a structure that doesn't have? It's a structure that allows you to have ventilation yeah. and lighting. Okay. No, it's fine. Yeah. So now you said a non-habitable building, so it's a structure that doesn't have those things. Doesn't have those So things. that one needs approval. No. It doesn't need approval. No, because of a container, when you just take it, lift it and put it down on the ground, because mm-hmm. we're still in, we're still talking containers. Yeah. Because a garage is though, although it's a non-habitable space, you still need approval Everywhere. for it. Mm-hmm. Right? But okay. we're just talking containers. Yeah. So if you're going to take a container and put it in your backyard, you don't need approval for that. Okay. But the minute you make it a habitable space, you need approval. And you understand, guys, you know, you know why we have approvals? One no. of the big reasons. Okay. And I use this example all the time to say that when there's a fire, mm-hmm. right, in your house, when the truck comes to your house to come and extinguish the fire, there's a guy from the fire department that takes a private car, runs to the municipality to go and pull out plans. Mm-hmm. Right? He's going to join those guys on site. While they extinguish a fire to see where is the weakest walls for them to break to save your life. Okay. So it's more than just <laughs> getting permission. I think people really don't care much about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, 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 at the sa- but at the same time, Dumanene, yeah. um, I'm into property. I bought a lot of property. I've yeah. gone to municipality half of the time. Yeah. I think 70% of the properties that are, that some of them that I go to site or when I go to municipality, municipality doesn't even know what is there. Of course. Because there's no plans. Look, there's a, the, I know that is one of the biggest Problems. One of them is a filing issue. Um, when Joburg was just the town, mm. it became a city and it became a metropolitan, mm. right? And in all of those, there's been changing of filing systems. And in all those times, they've been losing mm. and misfiling documents. There's, they, have a, they have a basement at the city of Joburg, ne? Where it's just tons of files mm. and they don't know whose house yeah, it is. What's what, what, what? Where's the matches, man? Eh? Where's the matches? We <laughs> <laughs> need to get hold of that basement. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's actually, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So, so the same applies to advertising. So, uh, yeah. So I think, I think for me, I'm sitting here thinking to myself, I mean, if 75% of these structures or 91% of these container structures are up illegally and no one is collecting on that, then why should I do mine the right way? They are collecting. They are collecting, and I don't know if Francis, you want to share. Well, the, the city is beginning to clamp down on uh, on uh, regu- regulations. That's one of the reasons why, in in era, that we we have the current situation that we have on N one with our project. Um, but they're clamping down, and they've got they're doing it, you know, as as they go along. I don't think there's any specific structure in terms of who or what, but they you know they're trying to be as effective as possible and 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 clean out the closet as quickly as pos- as possible mm. so they they they're looking at all sorts of regulations, whether it's uh, compliance with the uh, building building control regulations or whether it's even distances from uh, from uh, public roads from uh, uh, um, uh, national roads or whether it's from uh, you know city roads or whatever it is so so there, there are various reasons um uh, if you i don't know if you looked in the if or if you uh, we're aware of media last year. The city actually, they made a concerted effort to, to uh, uh, advise the public that they're yeah. going to clamp down on these sort of things. Yeah. yeah. But as, as a result, 
uh, some signs have been brought down. Um, some illegal signs are still uh, because there are so many of them that are illegal. Mm. And the city, because it doesn't actually know which ones are legal or which ones are not legal, mm. sometimes they go after legal signs in error. And you know, obviously, the onus is on the owners of those signs to demonstrate that they're actually in the right. To, to have, and they have the right mm. to actually you know, mm, have yeah. those signs. Uh, but these compliance issues cost us money because do you know no, that no, we're no. just trying to put food, um, you know? They, yeah. they, they, they do cost money. Mm. They do cost money to, uh, for the entrepreneurs. But, uh, and, you know, and I, I'm speaking from my own, um, from my own perspective. Uh, when I, the first, the first uh, uh, installations that I did of these balloons, because there were no real proper regulations, the, the, the extent that I went to, to ensure not only compliance, but in, to ensure that the, the regulations were made to actually be able to, to demonstrate compliance uh, with the law. Um, sometimes, you, you know, you, you sort of slack on, 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 uh, on, uh, on, on how you address those issues of compliance. And it's very important for any entrepreneur who's entering that space to make sure that they are always consistent Absolutely. when it comes to those issues in yeah. particular. It so, does cost money, and, and a small slip-up. Cost a lot of okay, guys, yeah. let's let's agree yeah. with this okay. for the sake of small business. Let's erect Mulelani. <laughs> no. Ne? The next thing, when they come, <laughs> no. Then so we are. Uh, I'm sorry, we didn't know. Then mm. we start getting to mail or you know, you know, you know what? Some of the biggest challenges, yeah. I think, to this whole thing is, I think, from a regulatory perspective, I mean, he mentioned things like a garage being an inhabitable space. And I mean, look at all the garages in the township yeah. where you're leasing it out to someone who's yeah. renting yeah. all the billboards yeah. that are in the township. Yeah. And I mean, I think that in fairness, if you are clamping it down in town, yep. you'd need to clamp it in the township. Yep. But I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. well, but, but, well, I think generally what would happen is that the authorities would go for, because you must remember authorities are part of an economic system. They're part of a, a city or a government. And they're, they're going to go and start clamping down the areas where they're going to be able to generate as much revenue as possible with that clamp down exactly. exercise. So the panels so are easy in the township. It's easy in the township. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. It's it not depends. supposed to be. It's supposed to be the same. Yeah. Yeah, right, yeah. and but it um, got reduced to what it is exactly yeah. because yeah. I mean, even if we speak of the old government, you're not supposed to have billboards in a residential area. Yeah, but you go to Tembisa, you go to Soweto. There's billboards everywhere, mm. even within a residential home. home. Yeah, mm. you know, and that's not approvable. You know, according to the bylaws, because you're not supposed to have something. Yeah, like man, that. the Tamas will have made the money, bro. You see, yeah, but, so, <laughs> <laughs> no, but you see, that's the other thing because. The education is also not there because mm. you come into my property as a big company. You tell me you're going to give me a thousand rand a month mm. for that billboard to be in there. Only to find that, that you give everyone else 40% of your revenue, which can amount to something like 30,000 a month. So they go to the black areas, the townships, and then they rob our people, you know, and they don't do it with approvals even. Hmm. So I think from that perspective, it becomes I a see. conversation that holds mm-hmm. water from an economic perspective. Mm-hmm. But if it's a black individual, then it changes the whole narrative. Yeah, yeah. no, no, it, it it definitely does. I mean, um, maybe let me ask you this: from from, from an S from an estate uh, perspective, yeah. um, right now we 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 we're running businesses. Yep, uh, we're doing outdoor advertising. Uh, we erasing these structures, whether legally or illegally. <laughs> ne? Yep. So, am I able to put that in my estate so that my kids are able to collect revenue once I'm gone? If you are collecting revenue, yes, it is. However, 
if then you are clamped down on, then your kids would need to be able to have the proof. Yeah. So it basically says it continues exactly the way that you are currently mm. doing mm. it. Because my kids can say, no, this man was here, he died. So I don't know which process yeah. was followed and, and, and was uh, not followed. And yeah. that's why we come in to try and eliminate the oopsies because they're just too many. I but you guys cost money too. <laughs> well, if you wanted to keep for life and after yours, it's, I would say it's worth it, but anyway. I'm well, and everyone right seems to, to be charging us, yeah. What are, what are the benefits of, 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 what are the benefits of hiring or getting you? Maybe just to educate our listeners out there. The benefits, the biggest one is really about how you build your legacy. Yeah. So it's not about just working so that you can have a plate on your table at the end of the day. Mm. So if, if you want, and, and again, we are not for everyone. So we are for the people that want to have. When you're saying you're not for everyone, what do you mean? I mean, so I mean, businesses are different. So we get into businesses for different reasons. Mm -hmm. So you may get into business just to solve the hunger issue, Hmm. and you may get into business to build a legacy. Those are two separate people. Okay. And there's a there are separate conversations. So which one do you want, hunger or legacy? Legacy, because (laughs) no, 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 but look, the banks have been doing it forever. So now that is like how does this work? No, I, th- I, th- I think as um, make make sure you you see Asanda. Let's have a show around around sure. wills and legacy, because sure. I know for a fact. Do you have a will? Be honest. Exactly. Be honest. <laughs> if it starts with an arm, <laughs> if it starts with an arm, <laughs> I I I know I don't have a will as well. You know, most but, people but, don't. But 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 I've got. Um, okay, no, let me not say it. <laughs> yeah, but I've got, I've got structures that they meant to to be looking after uh, my kids and whatsoever yep. once 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 I die. Yeah. Do you guys have wills? Of are, are there billboards yeah. in the world? Do, me, do you the have business, a the business yes. in the world? Yeah. Oh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> he looks like he has a will. You two gentlemen look like. <laughs> yeah, obviously, it's a business, so you know it just comes. It's natural for us a well-compliant, structured business. Then you've got to be worried about what happens and you get run over. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, but now, guys, um, okay, we we we're talking outdoor advertising. Ne? In the township, ne? Mm. you people die. And the next thing, there's a notion of a business You know, the business has, for, has followed him. So, you see, the beauty about being in outdoor advertising, if I die, the structure doesn't have to follow me. It can yeah. sit there and collect it, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. So, but now the question is, how do I protect that structure and put it in the wheel? Yeah. Um, so that um, it's covered and even my kids are able to collect revenue out of that though Look, I, I guess it's just the issue of um, your billboards are in the company mm-hmm. Your approvals are in the company Your company has the rights And then that company will then speak to the will Am yeah. I correct? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, more or less But now even before the billboards make it into the company You make a decision if you want them there Yes, of course. Yeah? Yeah. yeah, because you could decide that you want them in the trust instead of a yeah. company yeah. for various yeah. reasons. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, and that's where yeah. basically you, you, know, you, you don't want people like this selling to you, eh? Because <laughs> in the midst of her talking, she talks about that she says, "Yeah." <laughs> so we are for me, so you need to agree. <laughs> no, but I think that's a show worth having wills and trusts and yeah, uh, absolutely. And yeah. yeah, yeah. No, let's 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 let, 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 let's do that. And, and, and now, I mean, gentlemen, do you see right now being outdoor advertising on billboards? Right now, I can tell you 18 million, 
uh, for Palun. If even if I had eighteen million, I wouldn't do Palun. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So right now, guys, why aren't you come accommodating us small business? No, but I but Elani tries at least with his Baki <laughs> and his trade mobile trader, uh, taking our brand around. Mm. Why aren't you guys accommodating us? Because the bylaws from the um, in a consulting perspective, mm. I know, dude, you're not cheap. So you know, I'm not <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So you know, so now I mean, how many of us small business can actually afford to get into the outdoor advertising space? Well, I think okay. first, or to actually, even advertise. I actually want to take it to like the 18 million uh, story as well. You mm. know, because not everything starts with money, and you yeah. guys know. You know, mm. it starts with the you don't Do you know. know. <laughs> we want to know. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I think uh, with. Uh, with Francis' story of a balloon that's costing 18 million, he didn't have 18 million. That's and for sure. he can yeah. share his story, you yeah. know, to say, yeah. how did he go and buy a balloon for 18 million in the UK? Okay. Francis, you know, because I think maybe look at it from that side. Yeah, yeah no, two, two minutes, yeah. Francis. Give no, us the story. No, no, sure. Basically, it's the, the, the classic story. Come up with an idea, uh, write a business plan that's actually bankable, and go and borrow the money from the bank, and so that the bank can see they can get the money back from. That's 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 the bottom line. Okay, but yeah. what was your collateral though? Uh, what what happened with collateral is I managed to persuade the the first balloon was actually installed at at Monte Casino, and I managed to persuade Monte Casino to basically stand uh, collateral for the ten percent that the bank wanted as a deposit. Okay, but, and they did that by virtue of the fact that they wanted the balloon to be located at that position to demonstrate or to show where where Monte Casino was. Okay. So the concept something was something that 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 sort of attracted them, yeah. and then that's what allowed them to you know. Pull out their, their, their so, Francis, where did you go to school, bro? <laughs> I went to school in Zimbabwe. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. So, oh, are you Zimbabwe? That's right. Yeah. You Shona? Yes, that's right. Oh, nice. Then yeah. you way. <laughs> so, 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 so you see, you you have a British curriculum. I don't think that's that. I'm exposing him. So, so, so no, no, no one. I mean, no. Generally, I mean, my friends are Zimbabweans, yes. um, and even um, in the states and everything. Mm. I mean, you guys. If I have to say, I said you guys are fucking smart, you know. So, but now you. See, that's why you come here and we're talking bankable business plans and whatsoever. Yeah. You know, we don't speak bankable business plans. For. We speak business plans. We speak business plans. <laughs> you know. So, so that's why right now sometimes the processes of submitting um, applications that yeah. require business plans and whatsoever, generally you know, to middle black people avoid those. Yeah. You know, yeah. because right now our documentation are not in order, our compliances are not in order, and this and this. So for you. Right now, to be doing that bankable business plan, is it something that you needed to get a consultant for? Or is it something that you did on your own? No. And if it's something that you did on your own, where did you learn or what is it that you did and you felt this is a bankable business plan, according right. to you? All right. Well, I did get assistance, but over and above that, I've got a, an accounting background. You know, so, so that, that sort of formed the basis. And uh, also just perseverance. So you had an unfair advantage. Yeah, that, well, I wouldn't call it unfair. <laughs> I just call it an application of the of the background that I've got, you know. Because I think every every single background is actually important when it comes to business. Mm. But applying that and then seeking the professional assistance from all the other professionals that you need to, to actually develop that plan, mm. that's where it counts. Okay. You know? So guys, hey, let's let let's get this uh, as as we we left with few minutes before we leave. Me and Bulanen want outdoor. Yep. Well, welcome, guys. <laughs> so we don't have the money. We don't have bankable business plan. Do you have? 
Yeah, um, I don't have a bankable business plan, but from today's radio show, I know that I don't need to man look at the city doesn't cash up. <laughs> I know that um, balloons are my thing. <laughs> we'll put balloons on taxi. <laughs> and we'll put that balloon in the wheel, right? <laughs> so, look, sorry, sorry. I know you, you ending the show, but I know there's a lot of people that want to go into the space. And I think my advice is there's two things that are going to create value mm-hmm. for your business before you even have a cent. It's a lease agreement for where you're going yeah, to put up the billboard yeah. and an intent from your advertiser. Yeah. In fact, especially advertiser. That's the, one, that's the, the fundamental thing because the site itself and, and everything else, without the advertiser giving you the backing, because that's, that, that's where this word bankable comes in. It means that the revenue is going to come from this person. Yeah. So go yeah. and use your hustle mm-hmm. to get those two documents. And then come to juxtapose. We will show you the way. Hmm. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so where do we find juxtapose? J u x t a p o s e dot c o dot z a. Call that again. J u x t a p o s e dot c o dot z a. No, definitely. And you work in Gauteng? Yes, we're in Bryanston. We're also in Palabo and Limpopo. So we've got two offices. Okay. And um. You can reach us on 011 uh, 039999. 011 039999. Francis? We work here in, uh, in Gauteng. Uh, we've got an office in, in, in uh, Parkhurst. You'll see our board outside our offices. Um, 011 511 0290. 011 511 0290. Okay, Sissy? Uh, we are in Rosebank, and our website is COSEC, C O S E C, COSEC8. Dot zero dot zero. Hmm? Yeah, COSEC. Okay, then call that again. COSEC 8. So oh. that's C-O-S-E-C 8, the number 8, mm-hmm. dot zero dot zero. Oh, COSEC 8. Yes. Oh, okay. No, definitely. You see these people with good English, bro. <laughs> it rolls off. <laughs> Feng Shui. <laughs> no, definitely. But no, more than anything, I think thank you, um, gentlemen, for, for, for joining us um, on the show um, today. We really hope... Um, that we'll have more people that want to really get into this space um, to actually, because um, I think there's still a big market, yep. um, you know, and the cake is big enough for all of us yep. um, for them to actually go um, and, and get into the outdoor advertising space. And definitely uh, that legacy we're going to definitely be touching on and having a show around it that um, if ever you've just tuned in, you can definitely go to www.cliffcentral. Um, to download the podcast of the show, you can even download the Cliff Central app. You can go to social media, it's at Cliff Central, um, on Twitter, it's at cliffcentral.com, at cliffcentral.com, sorry, on Twitter and Cliff Central on Facebook. We as well have a Facebook page, um, called 360 Capability, um, to actually stay up to date. And for some of the shots that we do as well, uh, we've got right back. Uh, TV.com. Um, we actually, Bulan, is there anything that you want to say in closing? Um, no, I feel liberated. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, feels liberated. But what can I say? I mean, catch us again next time for another exciting, um, show right here, um, on 360Biz. My name is Debohoma40 and we're out. Cliffcentral.com.